Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Hello, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So we've got lots of great stuff to talk about this morning, as always. Um, You know, we're looking at, first of all, what's going on in the market, because everybody's always wondering, you know, what's going on and everything. And basically, the sales of single-family homes are sticking with it, you know, just like we had have been saying for the last several weeks. And um, there were 470 homes sold last week alone. And basically, the median price is 420000 So that varies a little bit from week to week. It's actually down 1.4% this week, which is really only, you know, less around $5,000. So, you know, it kind of goes up and down, but we're kind of sitting at a good spot right now where things are kind of staying where they're at and not going anywhere um you know, past that and that kind of thing. When you're breaking it down under 250,000, there were 48 homes that sold in that price point, 30 between 250 and 300. Between 300 and 400, there were 128. Between four and 500, there were 106. Between 500 and a million, 138. And then there were 20 of them that were over a million. Now, when you're looking at the inventory, our inventory is continuing to increase. So for single family homes, we're looking at 4686 that are actually, you know, on the market now, which comes down to 2.31 months of inventory, which about 30 to 40 days ago, we were looking at only about one month or a little bit less than that. And, you know, this is varying a little bit because usually we have 500 houses or so that sell in a week and this one was 470. So we're off a little bit, but nothing to, um, you know, be concerned about by any stretch of the imagination. And, um, you know, so what I'm always noticing is that from week to week that the inventory is actually increasing, um, you know, a couple hundred and that kind of thing. And so that's that's where that number comes from. So when you're looking at between under 250,000, there's 1.36 months of inventory. Between 250 and 300, there is 1.92. Between three and 400, 1.48. Between 400 and 500, 2.4. Between um, 500 and a million, 2.88. And over a million is 6.17. So as I always tell everybody, you know, it's like once you get to over a million, you've got quite a bit more competition. But underneath that, you know, we were everything moves pretty consistently around here and everything. And, um, you know, we had 20 houses that sold, you know, over a million. And basically, when you're looking at the number of homes that are on the market, um, over a million, there are 535. And you might think, well, that's a lot more than six months. No, because 20 is only for the month, you got to remember. So even if you were looking at a monthly basis, you'd take 20 times four, um, you know, and it's probably 4.3 or 4.5 or whatever. So that gives you, you know, 80 to 100. So that's when you're looking at 535, it's really, you know, not that many. So 6.17 is where we're, where we're looking at. Then when you're looking at list to actual purchase price, where we end up there, um, Overall, it's 99.47 is where it ends up. 
under 250,000, there was quite a bit of room. Um, there was actually 94.4%. So it gives you a five plus amount um, over, you know, asking that there was a little bit of room there. 250 to 300, they went at 97.2. So 97.92, excuse me. So that was about 2% um, under asking. 300 to 400 was still at asking and a little bit above and 400 to 500 the same thing 500 to a million was at 99.58 so again really close and then over a million was actually at 99.462 so you know it's like when you're looking at and you're thinking that you're going to offer a lot less than than um, what people are offering out there the chances are you're not going to get your offer accepted as usual and everything but um, looking at the market you know it's it's, it's holding its own. The number of houses that are selling are very consistent to what they have been. The market has changed because there is more inventory. So there's more people that have decided to sell their house now, but the same number of people are buying. So um, it's not that the, the number of houses sell, selling is changing. It's just the number of people that have decided that they want to sell their house. So in order to get in touch with us, um, basically, I just that you're listening to WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So looking at the condos, townhomes, and villas then, there were um, 177 that sold last week. And um, basically, the median price um, remained the same there at 260. So that price is 260 versus 420 for the single family homes. And the number of inventory that increased a little bit too. So they're sitting at 1,427. So basically, when you're looking at the amount of inventory that we've got on them, it's 1.86. So uh, going across the board there, of the 177 that sold, 74 of them were under 250 versus when we were talking about the single family homes, I think that we were in the neighborhood of 48. So um, almost double sold, um, well, not quite double, but um, quite a bit more under 250 sold in the condos, townhomes, and villas. Um, 250 to 300 range, there were 36. Uh, 300 to 400, 44, 400 to 516, 500 to a million seven, and then over a million, there weren't any that sold last week. So when you're looking at months of inventory, on average, we're at 1.86 for the overall um, inventory that we've got for um, condos, townhomes, and villas versus 2.31 on the houses. So a little bit um, better there. Overall on the asking versus um, selling price for single family homes, overall, it was 99.47. Overall for condos, townhomes and villas, it was 99.58. So really they kind of run pretty close to each other, but the price point of the median price there, you know, varies quite a bit. And um, I was actually uh, working with somebody this week that we were looking at potentially uh, buying a house or they were looking at buying a condo. So what we what we looked at and we did the calculations on is that we said there was uh, a house that they were looking at and they were actually out there in Haines City. So the house that we were looking at was roughly three hundred and twenty thousand, and then there was a condo that was in that same development 
And, um, you know, it was actually on the same street, but the condos there in that area, and it was going for 100000 less. And the other thing that was interesting about it was that the, um, basically the, the um, square footage of the house and the square footage of the condo, what the condo was actually about 30 feet bigger than the house. So what I said to the people is that I think that it's like if you looked at it and they were paying cash and everything for it. And so um, when we looked at it and we did the calculations, the HOA or the condo fee was $250 a month more than it was for the, um, you know, for the house. And so what we did is we took that $100,000 and divided it by 250 and came out with 400. And then we divided it by 12 to find out how many years you would have in order to, um, you know, that you could pay that additional condo fee before you caught up with the house being 100,000 more. And what we came up with is it was going to take 33. something, I think it was six or something like that, more that you would be able to pay that additional condo payment before you caught up to that additional $100,000 in cash that you were going to pay. So I just found that really interesting that it was, um, you know, quite a few years, obviously, that it was going to take care of it. And so if you were looking at apples to apples, and that's where condos really do become um, something that is of, of interest to a lot of people and something to be considered. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407 407- 566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407 407- That's 407-566-2555. So I've got some good news here that I think for all of your homeowners or all of you that are determining whether or not you want to buy a home. And basically, um, you know, Florida is in a top 10 state for stable housing. And this is from Realtor.com that they looked at the housing markets. They're looking at foreclosures, underwater mortgages, raising prices. And uh, Florida is actually ranked third in the country overall for stability. Number one is Utah. Number two is Washington. And then third is Florida. So basically, you know, when you're looking at that, it shows home prices rising but construction also gaining. And so we have um, 9.6 housing starts per thousand residents while a foreclosure rate stands at one in 1,211 housing units and underwater mortgages are only 1.4% of all mortgages and housing prices are currently appreciating at 25.7, which actually is really high. So um, this is this is actually from uh, Realtor.com, the way they were looking at it, obviously. But, you know, one thing that, that talks about that, that's the stable housing, and I know people are concerned about, you know, the interest rates and that they're higher and everything than they were before, which were at historically low numbers for a number of years. And what I've found is that people are just kind of getting used to it. And like I said in the last segment, is that people are actually purchasing homes at the same rate that they were 
you know, before the interest rates went up. So we've had a couple of months now at these higher interest rates, and it really hasn't had an impact too much on the number of people that are buying homes. Now, there were a couple of weeks, and it was also around the 4th of July and stuff like that, where things were kind of slow, but things have picked up again. And one of the things that I was reminded of, you know, that I saw somebody said, is that basically, you know, it's like if you buy a home now and you buy it at a higher interest rate and the interest rates go down, well, all you have to do is refinance. And that's what many people have done over the last several years is refinance their loan. They might have started out with a five, six, seven um, percent loan or whatever. And then they were, they, uh, interest rates went way down and they decided to refinance and took advantage of those historically low rates at And that's absolutely the same thing that you can do today. So it doesn't mean, you know, stop and and basically, you know, with the housing market being stable, the chances are houses are not going to go down. I mean, I know when you look at um, the MLS stats, which is the multiple listings uh, stats that the realtors put all the houses that they have for sale on there. And what you find is that there are a lot of price reductions. But what I've found when you really look into it, it's a lot of people that were pieing in the sky. I mean, saying that, hey, if I can get, like, if I would say if I could get a million bucks for my house, then I'll go ahead and sell it, even though it might be worth like a half a million. Um, basically, you know, I mean, who wasn't going to take that deal? So there were a lot of people that actually put their house on the market at those, you know, wish for numbers and realistically they weren't going to get it. So obviously you either had to take your house off the market or you had to lower the price. So that's what I see that we have going on more than anything else. And I think that everybody has to keep that in mind when you're looking at it and and looking at these price reductions. You're like, oh, people are reducing their prices and the market's going down. No, people just put their houses on the market too high to begin with. You know, it's like when I gave the stats and everything today, you know, it's like houses are actually selling at what they're listed for. But basically, when it comes down to it, maybe they did have a price reduction before that point in time that people actually came in and got it. Um, I was looking at a house last week with uh, with a family, and we were looking at it, and um, all the houses in the neighborhood were going for, um, again, this is kind of out there in the outskirts, but they were going for 350 or so. And this particular house came on the market at two ninety nine. Well, guess what? It got multiple offers. It got well above asking price and all that kind of stuff because it was a deal compared to everything else that was out there. And the market brought it back up. I know that the family that I was working with, they offered, you know, about 5% above what the asking price was and didn't get it because somebody was significantly higher is what we were told. Now, until it actually closes, we won't know for sure or actually sells. We won't know for sure what happened. But basically, the bottom line is, is that, you know, there is, um, you, you know, the houses always will come to that market price. And I think that that's something that you definitely, you know, have to know and everything when you're out there. So if it is a house and then it is overpriced for the neighborhood, I don't have a problem, you know, putting in what we do think the market value is. We might not get it, but, you know, you never know until you try. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you want to reach me, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. 
I found another interesting article um, to out this week that basically said that monthly car payments may rival mortgages. And um, I know that when I talked, I was talking to another family earlier this week and, and their car payments are at that, they have two cars and their car payments are roughly a thousand dollars a month. So when you have that thousand dollars a month, that definitely can eat into the amount that you can afford on a mortgage. Because when people are considering whether or not you can afford a mortgage, they look at two things. They look at what you make and they look at how um, the percentage that there's, they're regulated actually by the government in regards to how much you can spend on housing on your mortgage payment, and how much you can spend on your overall debt. So if you've got car payments, student loans, you know, those kinds of things, they're going to be considered when it comes to what your overall debt is. So that whole $1,000 that they have is going to be going, you know, towards um, their debt to income ratios and that kind of thing and might affect how much they can afford on a house. Now, if your payments are less than 10, then sometimes they're not um, counted on every mortgage um, deal, but it depends on, you know, kind of the regulations and they have to look into it. So if you're getting close to being paid off on your car, then it might make a difference. But this article that I was looking at that said monthly car payments may rival mortgages, and it's talking about, you know, a Tesla here, that basically the Model Y crossover would be $1,470 a month for a 48-month loan, excluding the down payment and fees. So that's that's just one car is all it's talking about. But that roughly is the monthly payment taking out a 30-year mortgage for a $300,000 home at 5.7% interest rate after putting down 15%. So, you know, when you're you're looking at it and you're looking at the cars and everything and the car prices have gone up, as everybody knows, you know, basically, um, you know, you do have to, if you are looking at purchasing a home, I'm always like, buy the home first, and then you can get the car, because it's easier to get the car after you've got the home. But it might be hard to get the home after you have the car, if you've got that big um, big payment. I mean, this is talking about a 2017 Chevrolet Suburban, um, 1500 LT with 11,000 miles on the odometer. Um, that was going to be an estimate... Um, of 1433 to 1547 a month on a 48 month loan. That's for that car. That car, um, a 2017 is 71,998. So I thought that was a lot, um, but you know, it is what it is. A 2022 Ram 1500 Laramie crew cab pickup at a Denver dealership had a list price of 67,790, which was 1271 a month for 48 months. And then a uh, new Mercedes E-Class Formatic was 65170 and so that's 1200 to 1284 a month from um, a dealership in Clearwater. So if you are looking at a car, obviously you want to look at the best interest rates and that kind of stuff. But as I said before, in my opinion, your best bet is to get your house first and then you can look at the car because it may affect the kind of house that you can get and you just need to know that. So in order to get in touch with us, call 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we will see you after the break.
You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, you know, as houses are... um, expensive and everything, which, you know, anything that's worth anything, you know, definitely usually costs money, but it comes down to dollars and cents. If you're paying cash, you know, what could you do with that money outside of purchasing that home? And if it comes down to having a loan, you know, what could you be doing with that money, you know, outside of having a house? And yet, Everybody does need to have some kind of a property. And, um, you know, because most of you all, I would prefer to live in a home than live on the street, obviously. And I think most people are coming from that standpoint that they do want to have a place. But you do have options. I mean, you can... um, you know, room with other people or, or that kind of thing. And, um, you know, maybe it's family members or friends or whatever that you might just, um, tag along. But when it comes down to it, eventually, you know, most of us want our own place and our place that we can be proud of and, and kind of, you know, live with our families and that kind of thing when in it. And so when you're looking at it, there are definitely options. And, I know that the rental rates in the Orlando market have definitely been increasing over the last few years. And when you're looking at it and you're going, okay, it, it's like, can I purchase cheaper than I can rent? And most of the time I would say, yes, you certainly can. But if you are in that situation where you're unable to rent, I mean, there are other options for you and that kind of thing too. And just like I was talking about in the last segment that with the market and everything right now and the interest rates a little bit higher, um, you know, if you can get into a house now and get the house that you want to get and everything with that interest rate, and then if the interest rates go down and you refinance, then you've got a lower payment. I mean, it's a win-win situation. I mean, you got that house that you wanted and then now you've got a little bit lower payment, but obviously in order to get into that house, you had to be able to afford it at that higher payment if that's in fact what's going on. But, um, but basically I know that when it comes down to it there, if, if you're look, if you are renting and you're in a situation where you have to rent, you know, for a period of time and, and maybe it's because, um, I was just talking to somebody last week that was coming out of the forbearance situation and, you know, during COVID they took advantage of not paying their mortgage and, and I don't know if they completely realized that when that time period was over that they were going to have to pay back those back payments and the bank um, allowed them to refinance and everything and, and tacked that interest and, and principal onto their loan. And as a result of that, that actually took them up, um, you know, their payment had been at 1200 and now it's to like 1700 you know, just for a, a year of not paying that payment. And so that's kind of what gets people into trouble and that kind of thing. And they were looking at it going, you know, I really don't want to have this big of a payment is what they were looking at. So they're looking at downsizing and doing some different things to, to make things work. But in the meantime, because they when the forbearance was over, they didn't take care of things like right away, you know, it's affected their credit score. And so now as a result of that, they're not able to get um, a new home for a new loan or a new house loan right away. They can refinance the one they're in, but they're unable to get a new house. And they definitely, 
you know, want to, they need more space. So they, they definitely want to cut ties where they're at and they want to move on to something else. So, um, you know, so one of the things that we talked to them about was a rent to own program. And the thing that I like about this program is it's just regular rent. So um, you don't, there's a couple of rent to own programs, but this one that I'm talking about right now is just regular rent. So it's market rent. So whatever, when you go into contract with these people, you have a one year lease and it is, um, you know, just the, the rent stays the same and all that kind of good stuff. And then if the, when the year is up, if you want to leave, you can, but if you want to stay, you can. But the thing that's great about this is that in um, this market where everything is increasing, they have the rental rate set of what it's going to be. If you continue to rent that house in year one, two, three, four, and five. And then they have what the purchase price is in year one, two, three, four, and five. So if you're going to buy it in year one, it's going to be this price. And if it's year two, it's going to be that price. And I think the rents go up 5% a year and the purchase price goes up 3% a year or it's vice versa. I don't remember which way it is. But basically in doing that, you know what's going on. So if the market's going up significantly and you've got value in that and you could you could take advantage of it then why not that's why you did that program but um because you're, you may be in a situation like these people that I was talking to this week and they have to wait a little while before they can actually afford to go into a new home um, because they have to do a couple things on their credit <coughs> excuse me because they have to do a couple things on their credit, then what they're going to do is they're actually going to go ahead and, um, you know, do this rent to own program because they know what their rent's going to be for the next couple of years until their credit gets back to where it needs to be, where it was before, and then they'll be able to purchase again. And um, they're going to be able to pick out the house that they want. And so it's just kind of a win-win all the way around. So, um, you know, you're only tied for a year like you are any lease. So I think that's absolutely fabulous. And, um, but you have the option to stay there up to five years and know what it's going to be. And, you know, so I thought that was pretty awesome. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So um, basically, you know, when it comes down to it, I mean, if whatever your housing situation is, I just think that it's great to know that there are options and things that you can talk to us about. And we're happy to help you through whatever waters that you're going through. Because it's like the thing is, is that the average person buys and sells a home maybe every seven years. So in doing that, you don't really know, um, you know, what's the best thing to do and you don't do it every day. So we're happy to sit down with you and go through it and say, okay, um, you know, here's kind of what the facts are and then you can make your decision but it's just helping you make that educated decision so you know the best way to go for you and your family so you know it's like we deal with this stuff every day and and so it just makes sense I mean I um, had somebody reach out to me last week as well that told me that you know that they'd like to start investing in real estate and so they were wondering you know what kind of the the 
pitfalls and what kind of things do you run into? And they just had a lot of questions because it was something that they hadn't done before. Um, they purchased their home about five years ago, and now they're looking at um, it might be worth it to have a rental home and that kind of thing uh, at the same you know at the same time. So it has somebody else paying the bills uh, on that particular home, and then them um, building equity as a result of it. And I had um, an older lady that uh, I was working with a few years ago, and she told me, you know, you can't go wrong with dirt. She said, you know, when it comes down to it. Uh, you really can't go wrong. You've got something tangible. You're in control of it. She said she didn't feel comfortable in the stock market because it was somebody else who was making the decision, not her. You know, it's like she couldn't de- determine what this company was going to do, if it was going to go up or down or whatever. But if she had dirt, she had the option of renting it out, of selling it and that kind of stuff. And she was the one in control and she really liked that. And I think that for investors, um, you know, there are a lot of opportunities and that kind of thing that are out there that are great to consider. So, you know, what, like all I was saying is that if it is something that you want to talk about and look at your specific situation or questions that you might have, you know, we're more than happy to talk to everybody at whatever time. And there's never any obligation to buy or sell your home or anything like that. But just, uh, you know, we're just always interested to talk to people. I mean, it's like we like people and, uh, you know, we like to share our knowledge and, and just help people get their goals in life. And that's really what it's all about. So if you are interested, you know, just always feel free that you can always give us a call and we'll certainly um, be there, you know, for you. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we We'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 2555. So I wanted to go over um, something that I think that it, it's that's really important, and it's five steps buyers don't want to skip, even in a hot market. And there's a lot of golden nuggets in here for sellers and everything as well. The number one thing, um, it says to view properties in person to make sure you see all aspects of the home. You know, the most interesting thing um, that I would say, I was working with a, a few buyers this week, and, and when we were actually out there looking at the houses, they're like, oh, this doesn't look anything like the pictures. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, the pictures, in my opinion, the way that I use them is to get people into the homes when we're selling them. And um, basically, you know, it's like as a buyer, in my opinion, you know, it's like you have to, you might cross some out a house that might be perfect for you. And uh, the basically the bottom line is, is that, you know, I told these people, I said, hey, any house that matches your criteria, I think we need to look at. 
And the reason that we need to do that is because absolutely, um, you know, the pictures might do us justice and you're missing that house. And if the pictures are really crappy, which unfortunately there are quite a few of them that are not the greatest out there online, um, you know, they're not going to get, that house isn't going to get as much attention as a house that does have great pictures. So as a result of that, you know, you might get a better deal on that house because it's been sitting on the market. And now as inventory is increasing, you know, you definitely want to do it. And the biggest mistake that you could make is to make a decision on buying a house without seeing it um, for sure on the inside to make sure that it does match the pictures because many times they don't. And, you know, I think even if you're an out-of-state buyer and that you want to get something, you know, more sight unseen, I would say absolutely, you know, having that video tour, that walkthrough tour being done by somebody like I use my iPad all the time, you know, for an out of state buyer and we're actually going through it and we might look at the ceiling, look down at the floor, you know, look all around. But basically we are looking at that house and there's nothing that, you know, can be hidden and that kind of stuff in that picture. Those pictures are just raw that it's that film is being done FaceTime or whatever you know, when you're doing it. And a lot of times I take the video and upload it later because the technology doesn't always work when you're actually in the house. But basically, you know, even that is a lot better than not doing that. And an exception might be if you're buying a house for an investment and you're not going to live there yourself, you know, you're going to rent it out. And so you're doing it totally by the numbers and the pictures. I mean, that's a different story, but But basically, for the most part, if you're going to live there, you definitely want to view it in person. And uh, the second thing is, is it's not only just the house. I mean, it's also the neighborhood. Um, I was working with one buyer this week and, and they were they live in a community right now where the grass is cut by the HOA. Well, everybody's grass always looks great. I mean, there's never a time where the grass doesn't look great. But then you drive in neighborhoods where everybody cuts their own grass. And this time of year, there I don't know how it happens, but um, there's some little weed things that grow up and they grow like a foot tall, um, even if you cut your grass like three days ago. And um, basically, I know that because I see it sometimes in my neighbor's yard and I see it in my yard sometimes. And I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? But basically, um, you know, it's like and it's just a few little stray, you know, things that are shooting up, but they shoot up and everything. And so when you're looking at it, you're going, oh, well, maybe this neighborhood isn't as nice as that one and that kind of stuff. But you can't tell that from the pictures. Right. You actually have to look at it. So this number one step that you don't want to skip as a buyer is seeing the home. And as a seller, like I said, it's important for sellers, too, that if you have somebody that puts in a contract without seeing it. And then they come and they actually see it after they're under contract. And they're like, Oh, we didn't know that this is the way it looked. And we definitely um, are not no longer interested. Well, that cost you a lot of time and energy and effort and loss of other people that were interested, because you took someone that hadn't actually seen the home. So that's a really, you know, huge thing. So that's only number one. Um, The number, uh, Two is uh, be cautious about buying a home remotely because uh, you want to make sure that you definitely, um, you know, see it and that kind of thing. The next thing that it comes down to on our particular list is that you want to make sure that you actually do do an inspection. 
the the thing is is that again there are some seasoned investors that don't do inspections they're kind of doing their own inspection as they're going through but they know what to look for and they're looking for the underlying things and you know there's some investors that when we're looking at it they'll go up in the attic and they'll look and see if there's stains on the ceiling so they're looking to see if the roof is good or bad or whatever and so um, you know those are the kind of things that are uh, that they have to be done and the average person doesn't know what you can't see and so that's why a home inspection is really really important and so um, you know what I'm saying is that these are things that you don't want to skip one way or the other and many times the homeowner they didn't even know when you find something on an inspection they didn't even have a clue that that was really going on because again it was something that they didn't see as well so um, basically when you're buying a house basically the don't skip the main things is what I'm trying to say. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And um, remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I want to end the show as I always do. We just got a couple minutes left that I want to go into one of the properties that we have on the market and uh, a good um, property and everything that's out there. And what I'm going to talk about today is actually a condo that is in celebration. Um, it's about a, it's in the 400,000 range. I believe it's 440 is what it is. And basically it's a 1,340 square foot and it is actually right on Market Street. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with Market Street and Celebration, but it does have a balcony. Um, these condos are actually built above the shops. And so any activities or whatever that are going on, you just have to look down over your balcony and everything's going on. Like, for example, we were in the parade on the 4th of July. And so that just walked right by your balcony. Um, there's a farmer's market that's every Sunday. You've got that like Lake Reinhardt that you can look down on that and um, there's all kinds of festivals I mean there were the fireworks on the 4th of July as well there's um, antique car shows and those kinds of things that happen down there and then you're definitely in walking distance to over 10 restaurants of different varieties and everything pretty much all of the different kinds and everything that you want and it's kind of off the beaten path and everything but in the heart of everything as well so um, basically, um, that is a, a two-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath condo. Um, comes with an open floor plan. On It's a townhouse type of property. So on the first floor, you've got your half-bath, your kitchen, obviously, and your uh, dining area and uh, living room. And then you've got the bedrooms that are upstairs, um, each with basically their own bath and everything like that. Um, in that 1,340 square feet. And then it includes the balcony that isn't even included in that, which is extra wide. Um, I was looking at one of them the other day that they actually had uh, um, a, a set, you know, uh, a, a whole sectional 
um, basically is what they had out there, you know, um, on the balcony alone. And so it's that wide that you can have that much activity and those kinds of things going on. So basically it's a great property and all of that. And so if there, if you're interested, just give us a call and we'll be happy to uh, set you up in order to see that home. So um, in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we will see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.